In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Three in One, who gives us the whole story. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, because it's Palm Sunday, because we started off outside, because we read the entire Passion, uh, that means that I have a very small window in which to give you a sermon. Yay. (laughs) And all of our sermons, really, this entire Holy Week are going to be based off of this reading of the psalm, the Psalm 118, which, by the way, was Luther's favorite psalm, if you're kind of a Lutheran nerd. And this psalm, Psalm 118, is a, uh, is a psalm that I feel like many psalms that we look at it and we see it just at its surface value. And at its surface value, it, it certainly does mean something. But then there is a deeper, deeper level in which we can find even more meaning for our lives and who we are. It reminds me, in fact, of when I was younger and I used to uh, work with my dad on certain little projects. And he would always at noon turn the radio to this specific radio station. And on this radio station, there was this guy named Paul Harvey. And some of you know Paul Harvey. And you know that his, his show, the rest of the story, was kind of an early version of some, some of the stuff that we have on NPR. That there, there's, uh, what he did was that he would take the human interest part of a story and he would expand upon that so that you just, you didn't just get the facts of the news story, but you actually got some of the emotion, that you got some of the understanding and the idea, you got some of the context of that person's life or of that story's happenings. And that is what Holy Week is all about. It's about getting the rest of the story. That's why we have this time, because it's easy enough for me to just give you the facts of the story. In fact, I try to give you the facts of the story every single Sunday. The facts of the the story are this. You are a sinful human being, that you commit sins from time to time, and that even your entire life has been mutated in a way by sin, so that you do those sins over and over and over again. But Jesus Christ was sent to us to die on a cross so that he could pay for our sins and he raised again so that we knew that we had new life in him. That, those are the facts of the story. In fact, I could even bring it even in a little bit tighter and say the facts of the story are very clear in Holy Week. The facts of the story are this. Jesus was crucified. Jesus was raised. And yet, those facts alone really just aren't sufficient in a way. They're they're not sufficient for us to really have a deep understanding of what is happening in those stories. And that is why we slow down during this Holy Week and we take the time to read these stories over and over and over again.
In fact, Mark's gospel from which we read seems to do that in its structure just generally, where if you read the entire gospel of Mark, which actually isn't that hard, you could probably do it this afternoon, you'll notice that the first half of Mark's gospel, before Jesus gets into any of this passion stuff, Mark is kind of having Jesus race through the gospel. You'll notice that the word immediately pops up all over the place, that it's immediately this and immediately that and immediately this and then when you get to the passion the immediately stop and you have a sense where Mark wants you to slow down to get the rest of the story In our psalm, the rest of the story goes like this. This psalm is actually a psalm that was used in a procession, much like what we just had. And in this procession, what was happening was this was the script that this procession would use. And so when these people would get together, usually the leader or the king, he would come to the gates of Jerusalem in order to celebrate. And he would come to the gates and he would look at the gates and he would say... Let me in. Open to me the gates of righteousness so that I may go in and thank the Lord. And then you had the next part there. The next line is the line for the priests. The priests who were there in order to give the king a warning, in order to say, well, are you really sure that you want to come through? Because if you've ever seen the never-ending story, it's a a little bit like a scene from there where you have these two great beings, this gate in which this guy, Atreyu, is supposed to walk through. And if he is not clean at heart, what happens is that the... Well, these two big beings, these stone creatures, their eyes begin to open and laser beams shoot out and kill them. Well, that's sort of what's happening here, that the king is coming up to the gates of Jerusalem and he is saying, open to me the gates of Jerusalem. And the, the priests are saying, well, are you sure? Because there could be a laser beam. And they said, this is the gate of the Lord. Only the righteous may enter through it. And then what you have is a pause. A pause as... The entire crowd watching watches the king walk through these gates. And we all hold our breath. (gasps) Is he going to make it? Is he going to make it? Is he going to make it? And he does. And he does. And the next line, he says... I thank you that you have answered me and have become my salvation. He makes it through. And the stone that the builders have rejected has become the cornerstone. And all of this great stuff begins to come out. And you have this big party that ends in a festal sacrifice that's tied to horns. And it's really interesting. And we don't have enough time to discuss it. But he gets through the gates. Well, that's our story. That's our story from today when we were out there with our palm branches and we walked through our gates. 
I should have been standing there with each and every one of you saying, this is the gate of the Lord. It's uh, only for the righteous. Are you sure? Because there might be laser beams. And then we all hold our breath as we come in. And we come up to the altar, which I always thought think is interesting because a lot of you have altar fear. And it's good. It's pious. It's a good thing. But you come up here and you kind of throw the palm at Because you're afraid of laser beams. Or something. And that's the story. That you're able to walk into this room. That you're able to walk in front of this altar. And that the laser beams haven't mowed you down. That's the story. We invite you to join us for the rest of Holy Week. To get the rest of the story. Amen.